Mima. Hi there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Breaking the Podcast. I'm Susie Meister. And I'm with Jimbo Jim Sarah Rice here at the morning zoo. That would be our cause of Jimbo Jim in the morning. And uh, somebody with traffic. Right. Welcome. We are not a morning zoo. Oh, I thought you were going to do the traffic and I was going to give you that. Oh, I should have. Hopper in the chopper in the sky noise. I don't know. That was like my best chopper impression. But it kind of sounded more like a sprinkler. So maybe (laughs) we should stick to the soundboard. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast, episode 106. Today's episode is brought to you by BarkBox. If you would like... You're a free extra month of BarkBox. Visit BarkBox.com slash BrainCandy when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan. Yes, this is actually a perfect segue because today is about animals and pets and the like. Uh, Sarah wanted to do this. Well, yeah. I got real excited because, uh, well, I had a pretty stressful week the other week. Yeah. And I did the only thing that sane people do when they have stressful weeks. I rolled up a doobie. Mm-hmm. And I turned on some Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Yes. Have you seen that series? I have. Well, then now they have Planet Earth 2. <laughs> and if you thought one was good, it's so good. Why is that even funny? The Earth keeps getting worse and Planet Earth keeps getting better. <laughs> this is the that worst. Is true. No, I have seen it and it's beautiful. The work that they do is really lovely. It's amazing. And the stuff that they get close up shots. I don't understand on, how they get it actually. You know what? I don't either. I'd rather watch like the, the making, making up. up. Well they have that in yeah. the very end of it, but is it just I was like, like some real guy- stony and I think I fell asleep before I saw that part. Is it just like a bunch of dudes well, they sitting invent- there waiting for something to no, happen? No, well, uh sometimes, yes. Yeah. There was that one guy who waited for I think it was two weeks to see the bird on the animal or planet Earth that was uh, from a couple years ago, they captured the mating rituals of this bird that nobody had ever seen in, uh, nobody had ever witnessed it in real life do this mating ritual. And they How finally did we recorded know they did it. Because it? No, maybe were, nobody had ever recorded nobody had it. Nobody had ever recorded it. Like uh, they had, they, it had never been photographed or documented. People had just heard of it or maybe they'd seen it and. That, you know, in real life, but nobody had ever documented it. And they finally got it on camera. And the photographer said he waited two weeks in the tree. But And then they created a whole bunch of new and inventive ways to capture, like, uh, they used hot air balloons so that they wouldn't make any noise. And they could get to the animals without scaring them. That's and nice. It's really cool. But my favorite, the new one that I saw, oh, my God, the lemurs are the freaking coolest are they yeah. mammals? Is that a dumb question? Not That's only are they mammals, yes, because they're very, very close to us. And when you see one, there's a, a there. Oh, I'll tell you, over a hundred different kinds of lemurs. And what's the big deal with them? It's, <laughs> like there's a big yeah, deal. Right? Going like, what's on. the big deal? They're, they're sweeping the nation. They're so freaking adorable. But then they have huge ones that live way up high in the trees, and the camera angles that they have caught these guys swinging with aren't they naughty or something they almost look like people it looks so creepy when you see them swing and when you see them move it's like oh yep yeah, I, I you look 
Like, if I would have hung out in those trees a little bit longer, maybe I would look like you. It is interesting. <laughs> I can see it. What animal do you think you look like, by the way? Oh, good question. Yeah, right. Perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, gosh. Because I feel like you have a very distinctive nose. Like, your nostrils are... Do you know that about yourself? Well, I definitely... Here's what I know. is <laughs> I feel like I have to trim my nose hairs more often because they're more visible because my nose points up. Ah, uh, could this be possible? Yeah, you're, it's. I like, only noticed it because I noticed it on my mother, and I was like, "Uh oh, that's genetic. Better take care of my I've nose hairs." I've never noticed your nose hairs, oh. but I have noticed that your. It's like your nose has a wingspan. What? Like oh, they they flare. Oh, okay, beautifully. Yeah. They're I very see what elegant. you mean. Uh, once somebody was talking <laughs> some shit on Twitter about me, and they said. Oh, yeah? Mm, blah, blah, blah. Stupid anchor nose. And I was like, anchor nose? <gasps> oh, interesting. Does my nose, I guess it yes. looks like an anchor. I didn't know this, but then I all of a sudden had a, uh, uh, like I was like self-conscious about my anchor nose, which is it's really annoying funny, because two women in Orange County have my nose because I used to work at a beauty supply place and they came in and took a picture of it and then got nose jobs. So... And it no. happened two times on two totally separate occasions. So <laughs> that's really weird. So they Wait. also have anchor noses now. I just wanted, as an aside, ask these you, are like, all asides. <laughs> what do I ever say that's not an aside? That's what our show should be called. <laughs> yeah, just like an aside. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, like, when people do rip on you on, like, Twitter or whatever, yeah. what they say. Like, they, what are the main insults? They sometimes insult my intelligence. Like, they say, oh, yeah, you just That's spent weird. all your money on school. Really? I got those exact words. Like, well, That is so I'm not great. Kidding. A lot of it, it has to do with, like nerd which stuff i'm proud about which is so silly I, that's a great thing yeah i i mean uh, sometimes i'm sure people like call me all the usual stuff like oh you know fat or something like that but usually that's like saved for the guys who are on the show with me <laughs> do better job at making fun of my my you know physique so mainly it's like that you're a dork yeah that's but that's great. not wrong they're not wrong. <laughs> My right. husband also teases me for that. Yeah. Okay. But physically, though, they just was... well, I am anchor nose. <laughs> That's I'm sure. I mean, insult. I bet they, they. I'm sure there's a whole bunch. Of, I mean, I don't ever wear makeup on those shows, so I'm sure they like. But who gives a shit? I think because it's so obvious that I don't give a fuck, they don't bother <clears throat> making fun of those things. If I were a, a when, uh, if I were a woman on there who put a lot of effort into presenting the perfect package all the time. That is a very interesting point. Yes. Nobody ever teases me about the beauty because I don't bother to freaking slap a face on How in the ironic, though, that like the more you seem to care about mm-hmm. your looks, the more someone well, will be I inclined care, it's to. Old, it's preschool or playground, elementary school playground rules. Like, don't te- tease them about the thing that they're insecure about. Yeah. So they knew I was, whatever they know I'm insecure about is what they'll, you know. Right. Which is why people always bring up bananas. That's yes. what they do. Correct. Interesting. Look, we're getting places here. I know. I've actually, Sarah, you have lately have been saying things that have changed my life. Oh, like we were talking about a mutual friend who we can't name because you people all know. 
And oh my God. we, when you like that. told me that she was a manic pixie dream girl and what that meant, mm-hmm. like, and what that includes, mm-hmm. it changed my life mm-hmm. because there was, <gasps> this a, makes my heart so warm right now. Honestly, I've, I kept talking about it with Adam. I'm like, she hit the nail on the head and it, now I can be at peace about a few people because I know that they, that's who they are. I'm going to cry because <laughs> this means that maybe I should be it, that makes me feel good about what yeah, I've chosen to do you're for the rest of my life. And you, all I want to do is give people the peace that you got yeah. knowing that. That is like a gift, a gift. for both of us. <laughs> it was. Oh. Yeah, so high five on that yes. one. <laughs> Manic Pixie Dream Girls suck. Yeah, and they really do. Y- and that's not cute, girls out there. Let me just Just tell them what that, that is. Because that, let's face it, is a type of animal. <laughs> <laughs> we all know a Manic Pixie Dream yes. Girl. Yes, so... You know, we all know of this trope that that's this <clears throat> manic pixie dream girl persona of the very how would you even describe it, Suze? So these ethereal women ethereal that like, walk into a room and women and men all Captivated. worship them and they act like they're a goddess and that they are just like the epitome of all that's beautiful about women mm-hmm. and magical. But, like, if you look at their life, they don't have jobs usually and they can't hold down a man and, mm-hmm. like, or, you know, whatever. They don't have partners. Right. They're just, like, these weird women that are, Stuff like... Stuff that on paper you would not <clears throat> at all value. But when but you meet them, you're captivated. In, yes, you're, like, captive. They're kind of like the muse. Like, the, you know, you don't really know what it is, but... And it's Manic Pixie Dream Girl in real life. Yeah. You know, and then when Manic Pixie Dream Girl's you know, grow up and you flash forward. It's not pretty. Exactly. And it was life-changing when you, yeah. I had, as Oprah would say, an aha moment. Oh, great. I like uh, that. But anyway, um, let's move on back to, to animals. I hope that maybe if we talk enough about adorable animals, you can have an aha moment about your love for them. <laughs> I mean, or, I've had pets and I did love them. <gasps> what about your bulldog? Oh my God. He was so great. Wait, coach. Yeah, oh. the coachy. Yeah, and he was wonderful, but like, what a pain in the ass. What a pain. Like, when I see what you go through with Sigmund, I'm Ugh. like, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Sigmund destroyed so much stuff. He ate all of my baseboards. Not in the new house, thank God, but in the old house. Can all of them. Do an impression of Sigmund. Okay, you are too. Yeah, it's pretty. I think I could do like, a pretty good one. He has a very. Yes, distinct... like it's a pig. It's really like I, I, I <laughs> upgraded my pig impression that I was doing when I was a little kid. <laughs> so here's Sigmund. <laughs> but it's so much more. You you also do those hand motions. Oh, because I feel like that's what they do. Like that a little pig so... claws. <laughs> or is this a claw? Yeah. No. Do they have hooves? They're not hooves. There's something about pigs. This is actually a, a animal fact. I have to Google this real quick. Pig because feet. Because pig, there's something else. There's some fact about pig toes or how they're not really hooves or something. Well, um, in the meantime, I'll do my impression. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's a goat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have to give you your camera. Put your password in here. I need a picture of that. That needs to go up on the Brain Candy Podcast. So just to describe what she's doing for people, I'm going to do it like doing it is a good way to tell them. No. <laughs> she grabbed her top lip and then grabbed her bottom lip yeah. and then 
Wait, let's see it again. So you go like that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm going to take a picture. Uh, (gasps) It really does look like a goat. (laughs) Did you get it? Oh, oh, did I get it? And the noise, I mean, it's pretty. Oh, my God. Look at your face. (laughs) I would also imagine that's that's similar to the face you. Let's not. It did take a sexual turn once you took a picture. I was like, wait, that's not a goat. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, okay, wait. Oh my god, that makes my stomach hurt. But do you ever regret getting Sigmund? No, no. Oh my god, not in a million years. You love him. In fact, I can't remember what life was like without. Without it. Oh, for Pete's sake. I know that sounds so cheesy. I love him so much, and then I squeeze his cute little squishy face, and I talk to him, and I know he knows exactly what I'm saying. He's so smart, Suze. Yeah. He's... Bulldogs are very smart. No, they're dumb. They're the dumb breed, normally. No way. Not mine. I got a smart well, I, one. I'm saying maybe not yours, but yeah. like um, poodles are very smart. Yes, they are very smart. Bulldogs, so dumb. Oh God! But that's well, all right. But he's maybe because the the French right. side of him. He's a sophisticated. He's, sophisticated. Idiot. he's like you a know. mime. Yeah, my mom thinks he's like, uh, <laughs> like also like Walter Matthau from Grumpy Old Men, which is what I say you're like sometimes. So yeah. really, I just surround myself with things that are, you're like my husband, you're like my dog. Hey, but I signed Sarah up for BarkBox. Want to open it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Here you go. This is so exciting. I signed her up because I don't have a dog, but these things look <gasps> oh. so cute. Oh, my God. Yay! And look, it looks like the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, Lady Liberty. Oh. little squeaky toy. I almost said Lincoln's going to love this. Nope, Sigmund's going to love this. Lincoln <laughs> is your pet. If you guys have dogs, you can sign up for BarkBox. Go to BarkBox.com slash Brain Candy. You get a free extra month of BarkBox. Uh, when you subscribe to a six or twelve month plan, um, and they're they're really cute because dogs do destroy stuff, so you oh have to God. replace or it all the time anyway. Them, or they're under the bed, or they're in the neighbor's yard. Yeah, I oh. mean, I'm... or he peed on them. That happened the other day. Oh God, and, oh, he's so funny. I'll throw the ball, and then I'll throw the ball in the area <clears throat> next to where he uses the restroom, and if it gets <laughs> anywhere near his number twos. He just stares at it and makes me come and get it. If you're not familiar, basically what BarkBox is, is they are hand-picked, paw-picked, ha! paw-picked, all natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavier chewer preferences. How great is that? Heavier chewer preferences. <laughs> That's adorable. Each month you get a themed box, so it can be like Country Fair or like Poo York City. <laughs> I think that's what yours is. That's real cute. Uh, and they're just like new and unique toys. Oh my God, Keep that's your exactly doggy happy. the theme of this box. That is so cute. Free shipping on any oh. Bark Box within the continental U.S. Go to BarkBox.com slash Brain Candy and get an extra month for free when you sign up for 6 to 12 months. That's pretty awesome. Mm. I mean, I find it hard to believe, though, that like you've never thought, what have I done? I mean, I've even thought that about my own child. And you don't think that about... Like, I bought this dog no. and I shouldn't have. No, never. Not once. Hey, how did you decide, though, that you weren't going to go, like, for a shelter dog? Well, that's what I wanted, but I, I have a husband who is, did not want that. Well, that's... I forgot. He was very attached. Sigmund was a surprise gift. He was gift. a surprise gift. Why do you think Landon didn't go shelter route? He just loves... Oh, didn't he have one growing up or yeah. something? Yeah. So he was, was like, really nostalgic. attached to this kind of dog, and... 
you know, he wanted a little French bulldog. And he re- he really wanted the French bulldog. And if you get shelter ones, they're a breed that often has a ton of health problems. Oh, I know. So, the other day, I said, what if we got a second dog? And I started looking at the That'd French cool. bulldog rescues. That's cool. Well, I found one dog that I fell in love with. Yeah. And then I found out his daily medication routine that's $68 a day. You lie! And I barely make that, so that (laughs) will be a problem. (laughs) Sarah, that's hilarious. That is so sad. And that made me real sad. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I do understand that. Do you think, though, when you walk around with Sigmund that people judge you because you have a designer dog? Well, I'm going to get another one. I'm going just, to get, just uh, to no, no, not for that. But I also think that dogs need, uh, you know, companions. I think he needs a buddy. Yeah. I mean, I think once you're in, I mean, you might in. as well. And if I ain't getting no baby soon, <clears throat> give me something else to take care of. Oh my God. They're so cute. <laughs> I want a big dog. Wait, what's, you were telling me before you had a study about dogs. Yes. Oh, I do. I have a study about how they are. Excellent manipulators. Let me find it for you. But how do we know that that it's on purpose? Maybe they're just like assholes. Because what's the difference, really? You know what? I think that's what it is. (laughs) I think it is a little bit of that. Really, I think that all they care about is two things. Are two things: pleasing their owner and food. Yeah, that's it. Right. So I think that you know the study was so. The study was conducted uh, by a researcher who was curious if dogs were capable of deceiving humans because she saw that dogs were deceiving other dogs often to, like, take treats. And Sigmund will deceive me all the time to get more treats. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what he does. Is How would he deceive? <laughs> I don't you. like the word deceive. No. It sounds like there is intention. There is intention with okay, Sigmund. tell me. So I made the mistake of... Sigmund likes to steal things. He Uh likes to jump up on the counter and steal whatever it is you're interested in to get your attention. Then, because he won't give it back and he'll chase you all around the house, like you have to chase him all around the house, to get back the important stuff that he steals, uh, sometimes we'll use a treat and be like, okay, Sigmund, drop and like, give me that. Well, now he's learned that if he steals something, he can work us to get a treat out of it if he holds onto it long enough. So oh now my God, he holds that's on to horrible. it to get the treat. You've incentivized Yes, theft. I've incentivized stealing. And you know what the really crazy part about it is that Sigmund's original name was Bandit. Oh, see? I know. I think maybe what he... That's my theory. Everyone's a slave to their name. And I, I tried to name Sigmund, but deep down he's really <laughs> a Bandit. So, you know, anyway, so this study backs it up. And uh, <laughs> so I'll read a little bit of it to okay. you, the exciting parts. Um, so the dogs, uh, let me see, where should I start? Okay. So the dogs were, uh, either led to people who were cooperative or competitive. And these were people who either gave them treats or didn't give them treats. And the pooches had to lead each person to one of three boxes that contained either a delicious sausage, a dog dry biscuit, or nothing at all. And after each trial, the dog's owners allowed the dogs to lead them back to a box and eat whatever was inside. 
So the deceptive doggies caught on pretty quick, and by day two, many had worked out that if they deliberately misled the unsharing competitive person to the empty box, then they still got a chance of getting a tasty treat by making a beeline for the sausage box with their owner's Afterwards, And the researchers were quite surprised at how quickly the sneaky hounds worked out the behavior that benefited them the most. Some took, some of the dogs took the competitive person to the empty box on the first go. So when they saw that the person was competing with them for food, they were like, oh, I'll show you where the food is. Oh, it's right here. Oh, just kidding. That's an empty box. And then their owners would come and they'd be like, hey, owner, it's right in there. Open that box. And it'd be the delicious sausage. Oh, my gosh. Who knew? They're so smart. My dog throws a fit if I use the wrong leash when I walk him. I regret you buying Sigmund. <gasps> Remember when I used to bring him over here? I brought him over here today. I, I, no, I, 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 my brain like went somewhere for a second. I was going to say I almost brought him over here today, but I almost surprised you, right? Did it, did it sound like I had him like hiding somewhere? Yeah. Well, I was picturing him in the car. No, like, I would never. That's torture. I said you, I almost brought him here What would you today. do if you saw a dog in a hot car? A hot one? I would stand next to the car for three minutes, and if the dog owner didn't come out, I'd break the window. Oh, my God. You wouldn't, like, call an authority or something? To do Cause what? Cause it, for, no. I think I have all, every right to rescue a dog out of somebody's car if I... And maybe she'd do him five minutes. arrest yeah, the owner. Yeah, I would. Oh, that's funny. And then use the dog's leash to tie up their owner. That's and then really, I'd make them sit and wow. stay until oh the police God. came. You're so innovative. The owner, not the dog. The dog could do whatever they want. What you know? Another thing that's innovative. What? Stamps.com. Yeah, that is the uh, company that we use to ship all of the merch that you buy. By the way, you people need to buy some tote bags. When Totes. I sip, you sip. We sip. Yeah, that's so cute. That thing needs to be. Wedding like, season's coming up. They make the perfect bride bridesmaid gifts. And if you buy it, we will ship it with stamps.com. If you're a person that has an eBay um, store or Etsy store, or if you just ship a lot of stuff or you just don't want to go to the post office and want to have a post office at your desk, stamps.com is perfect for you. And you can try it for free. You get a four-week trial with this special offer. If you go to stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Brain Candy, you get four weeks for free. You get postage and the digital scale, which is awesome. So then literally you have everything you need to ship stuff from your door. And um, that's seriously what we use. And you get discounts on postage. It's amazing. I'll never do it any other way. Again, I'm hooked. So go to stamps.com, click on the radio mic, top of the homepage, and type in Brain Candy for a four-week free trial with postage and a digital scale. Nice. I really do love it. Um, okay, so anyway, what else did you want to teach me about animals? Because basically this episode is you proselytizing <laughs> why animals are awesome. Because I, I used to have pets, but I, I won't anymore. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, having a pet is one thing. <clears throat> but... You, I know you care about the animals in nature. Yeah. Yeah, man. I really I heard do. That, and I don't know. This is like one that I don't have the actual number for. But somewhere, I think it's, maybe I do have the number. But it's like by tw- 20, oh, th- this is it. According to the World Wildlife Federation's Biennial Living Planet Report, they came out with in 2016. <laughs> this sounds made up. No. The okay. world is set to lose two-thirds of its wildlife by 2020 if we stay on our current course with the illegal trade in wildlife and illegal poaching to the greatest what? threats of endangered species. What? 
2020, two thirds. What? Are, how? how that's like five years of animals. To me, that sounds hopeless. What are we going to do about that? Oh my god, it's really scary. So, I mean, this is like, like a nice segue you just gave me. But the World Wildlife <laughs> did come out with f- like five of the lists of the things that they're most concerned with right now that they're trying to stop. Uh, number. One is a reduction to the 67% decline in species population. So that's what we're seeing is a 67% projection. Oh, God, that's so... And there's a, there, there was a new wildlife summit that protected, like, pangolins. Have you heard about these things, pangolins? No. They're the number one most poached animal, and they have a bizarre shell. You've probably never even seen this animal. I'll put a picture of it in our newsletter. But they are being poached and hunted, and it's wiping out the entire population of them. And then sharks, we know, and rays, and African gray parrots. And, you know, then, of course, the ivory trade. It's, like, fucking sad out there. You know, I just don't get, like... Those weird um, hunting things that people pay a lot of money I for, and they go and it's on a reserve. Like I hate it's that. not even real hunting. You're just on a reserve where the and they just are paying tons of dough to like the Trump boys. Yeah, the, with it's that so gross cat. And I'm just like, who? Is, wait, remember that dentist that killed that? Mm-hmm. Well, what did they kill? The lion. Yes. What's mm-hmm. that lion's name? Cecil. Yes. And mm-hmm. and everyone was so furious, mm-hmm. and like the Yelp reviews on the dentist page oh, were oh like, oh. "What do you think about that?" I think it's horrible. I think that we should get rid of all hunting like that. And if <clears throat> I'm someone who's so on the other side of that, like the uh, I swear, the, well, you don't even eat meat anymore. No, and the and. The other day, I was doing my paper, sitting on next to my fig leaf tree, fiddle leaf tree, and a little spider came crawling right down on my arm. And I was like, hello, little spider. Oh, and geez. I put him right back on the leaf. And I said, go back and be part of your ecosystem. That's nice. Little spider. If he were any bigger, I'd fucking kill him. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, he, was, he looked very harmless. A fine line, because did you see on our Instagram Remember that day that we both wore our pants uh-huh. and our leather jackets uh-huh. and then someone was like, uh, ladies, you're way too intelligent to be wearing leather. And mm-hmm. you said that yours was vegan. Well, I'm like, was but, it? But I have two. I have one that's not vegan. Okay. I have one that's an actual leather leather jacket and I have one that's a pleather vegan leather. And I wrote, oh, just so you know, mine is actually leather because I don't really appreciate mm-hmm. somebody else imparting their own like... Mm-hmm. philosophy mm-hmm. onto me. If you don't want to wear leather, I totally respect that and I get it. And it is a conversation that I'm willing to have. Mm-hmm. Don't come into my house on my Instagram <laughs> and tell me what I can and can't wear. Yeah. And don't and don't uh, equate it with my intelligence either. Right. You're too smart to be wearing What does that not, even mean, dumbass? Yeah. Right. So tell uh, preach. That's not nice of me. I shouldn't say it's, it's that person was a dumbass, but she is a big bitch. <laughs> no, I just acting like, in a way that is similar to because that does not help. Right. If you want to convince me to not wear leather, it can be done. Mm-hmm. But just come to me and say, you know, could here's... it be done? I mean, what, what? Because <clears throat> it's not. I'm not really all that convinced that. I'm just saying I'm open to information, right? Uh, from whatever point of view. Yeah, I am too. But, but I'm don't come onto my Instagram when yeah. it's supposed to be about our friendship and the pins and the, we wore the same outfit on the same yeah. day and be like, ladies, ladies. I'm, and I am so sick, by the way, <laughs> of people using the word disappointed. 
Oh. I'm uh-huh. just disappointed. What are you, my mom? Right. Like, well, I wasn't looking for your approval Canada. anyway. You know who I'm in d- disappointed in? You. For not eat- wearing leather. I don't know. Like, stop. It's stupid. <sighs> the end. Your turn. Well, I'm disappointed in the UK's domestic ivory trade. And so is the World Wildlife Federation. Oh, boy. Sarah. <laughs> okay. Go well, ahead. Well, I'm just saying, you know. All right. What are you disappointed about? Well, that's the, you know, like, that's one of the other reasons. One of the other things that they're trying to stop. The ban on domestic ivory. Did you know that ivory trade was even a big, as big of a thing? What is the big deal with that's ivory? That's what I think. What is the big deal? And I just watched a documentary it's on Vice last night. Great. That it's was, not like leather. <laughs> right? Like, what that's is the great. big whoop about ivory? Oh, and then they just carve it down to those little tiny ridiculous... E- the the real i the irony of it is that they carve the the tusk down to an elephant oh my into God. a little elephant figurine and then where do they sell them in i don't know china or someplace probably china. i'm not kidding it no, always goes like, to china i meant like what kind of a store or whatever like a trinkety store trinket yeah well now uh <laughs> siberia is exporting mammoth tusks because the trade is illegal ivory trade is illegal now so now they're in Siberia, they have all these woolly mammoths that they found, and because the ice caps are melting, it's uncovering all these new frozen woolly mammoths. Well, that's and fine. And now they're taking those woolly mammoths, and now the scientists are taking the DNA, and they're trying to clone woolly mammoths. And one scientist in, in I think he's in Korea, says <clears throat> that, I would assume South, says that... Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't know about it. I'm just going to take this down. Um, yeah, says that in his children's lifetime, he hopes that they will be able to see a live woolly mammoth. Well, I mean, that'd be... How do you feel about that? The cloning of species that have already gone extinct. I'm fine with it. I'm kind of fine with it, too. (laughs) You didn't seem fine with it a minute ago. Well, I think it's interesting. I think it's fascinating, and I think it's, like, Jurassic Park-y. And I don't know if it's one of those thoughts that, like, it sounds like a big idea. I don't know if it can really be done. Yeah. But he says I don't feel like it's... I don't get why we would invest in that idea. Mm. Like, why would that be so important as to put our resources point. into it? That's if it happens, point. I'm fine with it, yeah. but I don't get I mean, why. probably for more ivory trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if people are taking the tusks of the woolly mammoths, the frozen ones, does that bother you? Because that doesn't really bother me. Who cares? They're dead. It does when I see what they're carving them into. And it, they're just carving them down. Like, I really feel like they should be preserved as in the, like, beautiful, nat- what they really look like. And then they carve them. They take a block that's, like, six inches by six inches and carve it down into something that's two by two and is a little tiny, uh, you know, just intricate design of a woolly mammoth. Yeah. And I'm like, it, let's just appreciate it's it. Weird. It's real. I don't like the the the... I don't know. I feel like it's one thing to use an animal product when it's useful and helpful. And I'm all about, you know, like the Native Americans ideas on how to use animal byproducts. I think that's awesome. What I am against is using animal byproducts as like decoration. Like I'm not even big on the fishermen who put up the their big fish. And like I can't I'll never understand having a, a trophy head 
of an animal on your wall. Uh-huh. Or taxidermy. I just can't understand that. It is a very strange thing. So bizarre to me. Like, what are you saying? You're announcing to everybody that I'm higher on the food chain and I killed this thing? Yeah. That, to me, is gross. Yeah. It uh, is strange. That's like a feeding it, like, this some, some... I don't know, weird narcissistic need to, like, conquer and be better. It's got to be, I, I I don't know. I feel like I'd be hard-pressed to find a woman who's I, like, I really need to hang it. You know, in that same category, though, and you're going to disagree, I think, but I I think that the, the tradition of having animals in our homes is a bit odd. Like, if you just say, t- take it out of the context okay. of, like, I love Sigmund and just think about okay. it, like, we haven't... Well, no, but if you trace it back to what it was used for. So, like, dogs were domesticated because there was a purpose. Like, they already found, I guess, that dogs tend to like to please, you know, people. Or, and then, like, they would slowly, slowly, slowly yeah, domesticate I get them. It, but- and I can see how they serve a neat... They, like, they fill... Whatever, see who's our best friend! <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I just, if you really think about it, because they like yeah. poop and pee and they, right. they're so gross. And, and they convinced us to clean up their own shit. I mean, who's really the dumb one? Well, that reminds me, actually. Yeah. I, when I had cats, that was obviously the worst situation. I hate cats. Because they poop in your house. It's not like a dog who goes and outside. And they just look at you as you clean it up. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. And you got to scoop it and out. And lick their hands while they're doing it. I'm actually obsessed with this product. I'm dying for you guys to try it. And I want you to write to me and tell me what you think of it. My friend Oliver, who's been on the show a million times, he got this thing called the Litter Robot. And... He now videotapes his cats going into the litter robot and then how it works. So basically, the cat goes in. I'm fascinated by this. Does its business. Well, you love robots. And also, I know we have a lot of listeners who have cats. So the cat goes in and does its business. And then seven minutes later, this thing... So there's different I kinds like that of... they were considerate of how long it would take <laughs> yeah, the cat. You know. Maybe it takes a little longer. <laughs> Maybe he's reading the paper. Instead of doing like the, you know, the rake technology, yeah. which a lot of them have, this uses gravity. So it's like a <gasps> sifting what? thing. And it's like magic. So there's... Because the raking problem is that it gets trapped and yeah. it breaks and whatever. This is just like, oh, where'd the poop go? <laughs> this is a real robot to deal with litter boxes? <laughs> Oh my god! Like I almost want to get a cat just so I can get right? a litter robot. So we could probably teach Sigma to use that. And if you have more than one cats, it cleans itself in different cycles based on the cats. And this is amazing. Yeah. So I want you guys to try it. But so I reached out to them, and they said you can visit catpoop.com. Of course you can. I'm in love with that. Catpoop.com, and you can uh, check it out, and you get free shipping. And basically, your cat has a clean litter box to do their business in, and because that's the why thing. wouldn't you get that if you the, had a cat? Ugh, think I would about never this. want to think touch about it. this idea. We are usually like a cat owner. You don't clean it out every time the cat goes. No. So what they're expecting is that, like, oh, you want me to go? The cat's like, you want me to go back in where I pooped uh-huh. and go again. Uh-huh. It's like when you walk into a public restroom and there's oh, poop in there. And you're like, I don't want to go in that. <laughs> so this eliminates that problem. And, yeah. And I think it's so funny. And you know how like you walk into somebody's house and you're uh-huh. like, oh, they have cats. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to solve that problem. This is great. That's what I want. People, please. We all know you have cats. So 
because let's we can know. smell. Right? Let's not know. Go to poop, catpoop.com. Check it out. Get free shipping. It's hilarious. I love it. Mm. Oliver is like documenting his cat's business now because he's so, so obsessed funny. with it. Uh, isn't there something about cat poop and pregnant women? Yeah. So I bet that would be great if you... <clears throat> Yeah, you're not supposed that. to do like clean out the yeah thing. There yeah. you go, robot does it for you. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. I love it. Speaking um, of funny, you want to yes, see the craziest photo ever? Okay. So, and I'll put this in newsletter for you people because you can't see it when we're on the radio. Hello. What? So, uh, in my <clears throat> effort to look <clears throat> up uh, interesting animal facts and fun things about animals, yeah, I found something uh, that said. Can you believe this woman created an emoji snake? And I was like, Oh yeah, you told me what? like to Just remind you mean. to talk about this. When I say emoji snake, what do you think of? What first comes to your head? I just think of like on the emoji snake. That's what I thought of too. But no. Oh, I saw this on Twitter. This is a snake that she has perfectly bred over the past eight years to have the smiley face emoji pattern on it. Right. Look at that picture. Yeah. I saw, but then somebody tweeted, like, that's not an emoji. That looks like those French fries that you serve kids that are... It <laughs> <laughs> does look like that. But, but it's I bet so she's weird. pretty darn proud. She bred snakes for how long? Eight years. Just to make it have smiley faces. Yep. Eight years of trying. That's the a snake weird is a look. lavender albino piebald ball python that are distinctive for their white and orange coloring and their piebald pattern. Piebald? Yeah. What the hell's that? I don't know. It's that's that. I think it's like two colors. That's no, I don't know. Weird. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> which, due to a recessive mutation, I just made that uh, occurs naturally and can throw up the occasional happy face. So she found ones that I guess multiple ones that had the happy why? face. Why? I don't get people. I don't either. Like man. I don't get why you're like. You know, you know what? what? This she is my life. She had one snake that had. That probably had something that similar. Looked, yeah, and she was like, she saw an opportunity. Uh-huh. Oh, I got to keep going with that. You know what? I this episode has taught me what I don't get people or animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always just like, but why? Oh, I mean, I just think they're. I think the animal facts are fascinating. Yeah, like they just. What do you think is the smartest animal? A dolphin or something? Yeah, probably. Oh, what the most intelligent. Well, there is there are studies about uh like what makes humans humans and what do animal what are animals missing that because there's a lot of research on being able to recognize yourself in the mirror. And oh, weird. Elephants can do it. Dolphins can do it. Monkeys can do it. And this one is mind-blowing to me. Crows can do it. Oh, and yeah. a species Crows of birds. Are so Crows smart. are smart as shit. They're the <laughs> ones that, we, like, when we're all... Go- Crows are taken over. They are really, really... It's, and they hold funerals. It's very for unnerving the that a bird is smart. Like, really smart. What do you mean they hold and funerals? They hold funerals. When when one of their... One, another crow dies, they all circle around the crow, and then they come to the trees. Like, other... Oh, my God, I get goosebumps talking about it, because it really does kind of freak me out. And isn't it weird that a flock of crows is called a murder? <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it. A murder. A murder. Ooh, 
it's our spooky time. Why is that the collective noun for crows? I don't know. A collective noun for a group of moms is a Panera. <laughs> I tweeted that one down. I wish it was. I thought it was for a second. You're delirating with such... I was like, I can't believe that. Just as a by the way. Oh, man, we should have done that quiz. N- Watch these... <gasps> Why don't we do that? I, I love that, that idea. What, co- what, com- what are they? What are they? What collective noun? Yeah, collective noun. That is fine. Animal quiz. That's Here so we cool. Because okay. who decides that? No joke, and none of them make <laughs> sense. No joke. I. Some of them do. You know, I just like the the naming thing. The naming of things really makes me laugh. And then there's this. This is an aside, which you know we're known for. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But there is a boat that there was an internet poll on, like the asking kids to like vote on the name for a boat, and okay. they finally picked a name, and it was Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> And Bonnie McMoatface went on its first voyage, like, no. just yesterday. No. It was, like, this this new robotic, you know, submarine that's, like, decked out to the max and is, like, going to collect all this new super smart intelligent data about blah, blah, blah. And they were like, hey, people, we're going to have this challenge to name the boat and come up with the best name. And then the people submitted names and they just had to keep voting on it. And Bonnie McMoatface just You know what? If you had a boat, what you should name it? Oh, what? Anchor Nose. <laughs> and I would spell it nose like K N O W S. I have to get a boat. <laughs> I have to get a boat. That's the my, only. By the way, my son is absolutely obsessed with fishing. Is he obsessed? Well, we should go. Well, you know, Adam took him. They caught a fish. <gasps> he went kayaking. They went kayaking. How'd it go? I mean, he like he'll sit at the table at dinner time and he'll be like, "Let's talk about fishing." And then we have to name all the fish, and oh my god, it's so cool! That's great. He likes to learn about. He loves marine life. Have I you don't gone know. to the aquarium? Yeah, we, well, we just went to the Sheds Aquarium in Chicago, which was amazing. Oh, cool! And the um, Long Beach Aquarium is really good. Oh, we should go oh, there. Oh, it's so fun! I'm coming with you. The one at Redondo Beach is not great, so we should no, go to the Long, Long Beach. Beach. One is really, really, really good. Okay. Oh, it's one of my favorite places. Right. And they have one on bioluminescence where you go in the room and it's dark and you see all the fish That's that glow. Cool. Oh, I don't know who's going to be more excited, me or him. Yeah, we should go soon. Oh, that's so fun. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Before we take the quiz, I wanted to ask you, do you remember that scandal where the mom and kid were at the zoo and the kid went into the gorilla pen? Yes. And then they had to shoot Harambe? Yes. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes. What do you think about that? <sighs> like, so, you know, the kid kind of shimmied his way in, mm-hmm. and then the gorilla 
According to Jane Goodall, you know, yeah. the, the yeah. gorilla expert, according to her, the, the um, gorilla wasn't being aggressive Right, or I think that we should t- shout out to her. I think that the, the... And also, I know based on previous uh, like cases of this happening, that in almost every situation, the mother or the, the gorilla has rescued the child. Yeah. Has picked it up and recognized that this is not supposed to be how it is, and... So why you know, do you think this keeps happening? Maybe it was a male gorilla, though, wasn't it? Uh, no, thing? I think it was a mom. If it was a but, female, but I, I w- could be wrong. I would. That would almost change my. But if hey, listen, if Jane Goodall said it was not time to shoot, then it was not time to shoot. I know. And then at the Pittsburgh Zoo where I'm from, there was a a boy that fell in and that lights Died. out. Yeah, it oh. was a cat. I think it was cat pen. <gasps> and, Did they kill him? Did the animals kill him? Yeah. Or did oh oh dude. it was like oh my god a pack of, oh my god oh my god could you oh no 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 and I people have to get were that vision out of my very head very upset at the mom you know because yeah I, I am you know kind of like totally <clears throat> your it's almost just like a perfect storm of bad things though because some of the displays aren't as safe right you know you it's almost like we're too trusting of. Like when we're in a space like that, mm-hmm. you think, well, nothing bad could happen. Everything's been taken care of, and but you really have to watch. Yeah, but you do. I mean, in any situation, that's like being at the. Uh, if you were so at the lookout tower of the Empire State Building, yeah, wouldn't you be like, hey, yeah, there are fences, but maybe my child should not climb over them. Yeah, and recognize a little bit of danger, and you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe she got maybe we are too a little we too last. To like, our oh. our listener Kara who's a zookeeper in Ohio and she's um a big advocate obviously of zoos because she, you know, works for them and she says that it really does raise awareness and it raises money to save a lot of those endangered mm-hmm. populations, but it it is weird when you're there and you think I don't know, should I be here? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's an awkward thing, but you know, it's it's kind of like take the good with the bad. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think uh, with a lot of zoos, you know, and, and Kara did talk about this. They, a lot of those animals did not come there because they were just like. Br- she said most of them are born in captivity. They're yeah. not um, like trapped and stuff. Right. They're not like, uh, but they're they're. It's almost like it's already a cycle where these animals can't. Yeah, they, you couldn't can't do anything them. else with these animals. Yeah. Right, you know? So having this is the way it is, and hopefully your son, who is so inspired by fish, will maybe use his love for fish and marine biology to invent some new way to purify water so that we don't have to, you know, poison whatever with the duck. So yeah, I you think know things what like that, it like, spark... I'm inclined to agree with that, and that's why we do go and, and enjoy them. But the circus, no. No, shut no, it no. down. Yeah, And Barnum and Bailey, done. Yeah. Ringling Brothers, that's the one. Ringling Brothers, done. yeah. They, they, they pitched they the like, last okay. ten. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Who did a tweet? It was like, how'd you like to be the person that had to fold up that tent and put it back in the thing? It never goes back in the right way. Um, yeah, do you want us to take the quiz? And then, yeah, man. Okay, let's do it. Okay. A group of cows is called, we'll start up easy, a herd, a party, a palace, a flock. <laughs> is it a herd? It's a herd. <laughs> what if it was a party? A party. That'd be great. Okay, so this is a multiple choice a, situation. Oh, these are all, they better get more difficult. A I group of dogs is called a frolic, a troop, a wolf, a woof, or a pack. 
thought it was a pack. I think it's a pack too. It's a pack. Okay. Uh <clears throat> excuse me. Is that this the is only too one? Easy. Oh my god! They were giving me what's a flock of next. We're going to be a flock of birds. I need to get a little more <laughs> difficult than that. Okay. Yeah, because there's so many interesting. Yeah, ones. there's really offbeat ones. So that's what we're getting. We're, we need these ones. Yeah, here we go. Okay, here we go. Okay. We'll start off with mammals and marsupials. What do you call a group of gorillas? I'll give you a hint. Is it a gang, a parade, a cackle, or a band? What, do you know the answer? Mm-hmm. I, I know it because I'm looking at it. Is it a gang? No. What is it? It's a band. That's cute. A band of gorillas. Oh, my God. If I had a band, I could call it that. I think there is a band. Yes, there that. is. The gorillas. the gorillas. That's smart. That's really clever. <laughs> and now I think it's really cute. Oh, I just had the best idea for a children's book. I don't, can't say it on here. Don't tell Dunbar. I can't say it on here. It's too good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, what do you call a... Oh, these are so good. What do you call a group of giraffes? A business, a tower, a tribe, or a pace? It's got to be a business. It's a tower. <laughs> Isn't that the best? I wish it was business, though. <laughs> okay. What do you call a, a group of ferrets? A parade, a business, a pace, or a tribe? What is it? Guess. Parade. A business. Damn it. <laughs> That's horrible at this. The ferrets. A business of ferrets. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. These are great. A well, business I'll just, of ferrets. A business of ferrets. Uh, I love elk. Elk is a gang. A gang of elk. I would not have guessed that. Uh, I, did we? Oh, this is adorable, too. Elephants. A parade. Oh. Adorable. Don't you love elephants? Like, come on. The baby elephant from the Jungle Book, is that not the cutest? In military <laughs> style. Oh, it was the cutest character. That Jungle Book movie, besides being totally riddled with racism. <laughs> besides that. Is so adorable. <laughs> right. I mean the monkeys. No, I know. Come yeah, on. It's not good. It's not good at all. Disney has a lot of issues with that in their early films. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I did, by the way, see Moana, and I was like, Sarah is going to die. It is so oh, you. I should go see that today. You should. I should. I should. I cried. I, if you, I'm going to be You're inconsolable. <laughs> I'm dead. I'll, we'll talk about it after because I think that... I will know why you're crying, like oh, about your own life and whatever. That's beautiful. Let's wrap this up though, because we gotta go. One more, one more. Oh my god, no, they're too cute. What do you call a group of rhinoceroses? A crash. <laughs> and this one also, a group of porcupines is called a prickle. Okay, that's good. Come on, that's a, a good prickle. One. A prickle. That's also the most adorable word. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.